0: In this bulletin, a new version of the last post has been created to help remember both Indigenous and non-Indigenous soldiers together ahead of Remembrance Day. The Federal Court to hear arguments in a case by a traditional landowner in the Tiwi Islands to stop mining company Santos. And the Israeli military has confirmed it was behind a deadly airstrike on Gaza's largest refugee camp. A new version of The Last Post has been created to help remember both Indigenous and non-Indigenous soldiers together. Didgeridoo player Mark Atkins has teamed up with jazz icon James Morrison to create the new sound. The Australian War Memorial and the late Indigenous leader Archie Roach were also involved in the project, which has taken three years to come to fruition. Mr Atkins says the product is long overdue. In fact, he's been thinking about it since he was a child. This project, um, it goes back a long time, nearly 60 years. It would have been about eight, nine, I suppose, and it was all about putting them to rest, the, the old people that had died in action, and for them to be remembered here in this country. Remembrance Day is November 11th. The federal court is to hear further arguments today in a case brought up by traditional landowner in the Tiwi Islands designed to stop mining company Santos building an underwater gas pipeline in the area. Simon Munkara has filed proceedings asking for an emergency injunction against the work. Mr Munkara says Santos has not properly considered underwater cultural heritage along the route of its Barossa export pipeline. Whilst the case is being heard, Santos will be allowed to start work laying the pipes, providing it's not in the area of concern for traditional owners. Santos says a ship is sitting off the port of Darwin, ready to start the work immediately. They say the pipe laying work will take about 10 days to reach the area of concern. The Israeli military has confirmed it was behind a deadly airstrike on Gaza's largest refugee camp. Israel Defense Forces spokesperson Daniel Hagar confirmed that Israeli fighter jets attacked the Jabali refugee camp, killing many, including Hamas Senior Commander Ibrahim Biari. Health services in Gaza estimate that at least 50 people were killed in the strike, with hundreds wounded. This mother lost her child in the strike. May God have mercy on them. To God we belong, and to Him we will return. May God give me patience. To God we belong, and to Him we will return. Intercede for us, God. God is great. Thank God we die as martyrs. May God give me patience. Gaza's health authorities said that 8,525 people, including 3,542 children, have been killed in Israeli attacks since October 7. Residents of Dalveen and surrounding areas in Queensland south have been advised to evacuate immediately amid bushfire battles. The warning was issued for residents of Dalveen, the Glen, Silverwood and Cherry Gully. The main source of concern for the state is the Tara Fire west of Brisbane, which has killed one person, scorched 20,000 hectares and destroyed 53 Queensland homes in the last week, worse than the 2019 Black Summer tragedy. Queensland Fire and Emergency Services Deputy Commissioner Mike Wossing has told ABC News the agency is doing all possible to assist affected areas. Support for the communities, that is our focus, is uh, obviously in the firefighting, the primacy and protection of life and property um, and making sure the warnings go out. But our fundamental uh, focus continues on that in terms of supporting the local communities. Over 1,000 firefighters are now combating approximately 80 fires across the state. Residents have been warned to remain vigilant after several bushfires in northern New South Wales hit rural homes and spewed spot fires into an urban area. Tenterfield, about 15 kilometres south of the Queensland border, was the epicentre of New South Wales firefighting efforts on Tuesday after seven blazes ignited to the towns north, west and south. But the fire alerts were downgraded to a watch and act warning this morning amid easing conditions. But fire services say it will still pose a serious threat. And three firefighters who were in hospital after their truck rolled over into Tenterfield LGA have now been discharged. An unarmed woman has been shot by French police after allegedly making jihadist threats at a Paris train station during morning rush hour members of the public alerted police to the 38-year-old fully-vowed woman while she was traveling on a suburban train. Police isolated her at a station where they say she refused to follow the orders and threatened to blow herself up. Two police officers fired eight rounds at the woman hitting her in the abdomen. French government spokesman Olivia Varane says they had no other choice. Ils sont tombés sur cette dame vêtue d'un voile intégral et qui tenait des propos euh, manifestement agressifs, à connotation « djihadiste ». Police found this woman who was wearing a full body veil and was uttering aggressive jihadist comments. They pulled the woman aside and first asked her to calm down, but also to show her hands, to show they presented no particular danger. What happened then was that law enforcement officers had no option but to open fire on this woman, given the danger of the situation. The woman has been taken to hospital. The officers were wearing body cameras, which officials say will be used in the investigation of the incident. Mr Varan says the woman has a previous conviction for threatening soldiers on patrol. The Australian housing market is about to surpass its previous peak, but the potential of another interest rate hike and an influx of new properties for sale could limit future expansion. As mortgage rates began to rise, the housing market saw a gradual decline throughout much of 2022. But property values have recovered strongly since January, much to the surprise of the Reserve Bank Governor and many others. The CoreLogic Home Value Index is now only 0.5% behind its high from last year, with numerous regions, including Brisbane, Adelaide and Perth, already reaching new highs. Nationally, the index increased by 0.9% in October, up from 0.7% in September. SBS will remain the home of the biggest sporting event on earth, the Men's Football World Cup. SBS has acquired the rights to the next tournament to be held across the United States, Mexico and Canada in 2026. It will be the 10th World Cup to be shown on SBS. It will feature more matches than ever as the tournament expands to 48 nations and 104 games. SBS Managing Director James Taylor says Australians associate the World Cup with SBS. Well, for many audience members, uh, SBS and the World Cup are synonymous. And uh, we've been bringing this fantastic event to all Australians since 1986, when people like Les Murray and Johnny Warren brought the world game to life for all of our audiences. In 2026, we'll have had a 40-year relationship with FIFA, and I'm so delighted that we're bringing the Men's World Cup to all Australians live, free and exclusively across all of our platforms. The news comes as Football Australia has announced it will not bid for the right to host the 2034 Men's World Cup, clearing the path for Saudi Arabia to host the tournament. And in netball, Australia has finished their successful 2023 season on a high, beating South Africa three games to nil. The Diamonds have beaten Proteas 77 goals to 50 in Hobart in the third and final game of the series. The Australians took the lead early in the match and did not relinquish control. Captain Liz Watson starred for Australia, setting up 31 of Australia's goals. The 27-goal margin is the biggest of the series. Australia finishes 2023 having won 16 of their 19 matches, including winning the World Cup, the Constellation Cup against New Zealand, and the Quad Series tournament that featured England, New Zealand and South Africa. And now for a look at today's weather. Broom, Mostly Sunny, 33 Perth, Sunny, 30 Adelaide, Mostly Sunny, 23 Melbourne, Cloudy, 17 Hobart, Partly Cloudy, 21 Aubrey-Wodonga, sunny 23, Canberra, partly cloudy 21, Wollongong, also partly cloudy 19, Sydney, much the same 21, Newcastle, partly cloudy 22, Brisbane, also partly cloudy 27, Townsville, mostly sunny 32, Cairns, mostly sunny 32. Alice Springs, also sunny 37, Darwin, mostly sunny 37, and the Torres Strait Islands, sunny and 37. And that is NITV Radio News.